This is Boca Chamber Radio. Happy to have some of the City of Boca Raton employees here. Let's welcome Nicole Gaspari and also Diane King. And Nicole, you're the emergency emergency hello emergency manager, and uh, Diane, you're the assistant city clerk. Is that right? Yes. That's All right. Get right. We get up close to the microphone. I want everyone to be able to hear you guys. Um, we are starting a series with the City of Boca Raton, and so happy to have you here. Um, we, we want to kind of start things off. This is a perfect time, I think, to talk about hurricane preparedness. The season just started. We actually had a system before officially the hurricane season started, but that was over in the Gulf. We didn't have too much really to, to worry about. So let's, uh, let's chat a little bit. Why don't you tell me a little bit about you and, and your background, Nicole? Um, well, let's see if I can sum it up in a nutshell. Uh, one of the uh, specifically related to emergency management because I have worked for the city for over 20 years. Wow. Um, okay. Various capacities. Uh, started out uh, as a lifeguard and then graduated college and was in the, the finance department. Um, but to fast forward, how I became the emergency manager was we had some hurricanes and I was in the EOC and we had to, to get involved with a lot of things that, you know, the city hadn't seen in a very long time in 04 and 05. And I jumped right in there, worked very closely with Diane King and ever since then have looked to improve and modify and do enhance the emergency programs that we have out there. And um, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more in detail about that. Oh, so yeah. we're, I'm real excited to be here. I think this is a fantastic topic to well, be talking about today. We're happy to have you. Uh, Diane, a little bit about uh, you and, and working with the city of Boca Raton. Well, I've been with the city 45 years. Mm -hmm. So I am about ready to wind down and pass my hat over to someone else in the office that will be dealing with the CIC. I became involved in the CIC because the switchboard was part of the city clerk's office and because we answered a lot of the phone calls and the questions that came in um, the city decided that because of the heavy heavy call volume that we would start the citizens information center and that's been going on for 18 years um, we were one of the first cities that had one mm -hmm. we answered calls from cities that only had an answering machine and once that was full they were finished. Right. So we have been able to help a lot of people get information to them and, and find shelters and whatever information they would need. Well, that's interesting because uh, you talk about the uh, Citizens Information Center and it stays open and you take phone calls uh, before, during, and after the storm. How, how is that possible? You, you must have a huge generator or something large to keep things running. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that the city does have is we do have an emergency operations center. Sure. And it is uh, about 2006 we moved it over to the building that we're located in as right now. And uh -huh. it, it actually um, was a building that was not hardened for hurricanes. And in, uh, prior to 2000, about 2004, we actually took the roof off the building, we hardened the building. The building is now rated for 150 miles an hour. Um, that is where we run our emergency operations out of. That is where uh, we have staff that will stay. We have staff that are running their emergency during, which is the Citizen Information Center. Um, we have up to 10 people who, Diane's team is unbelievable. They will find out stuff before anybody else. I don't know how they do it, but <laughs> you call them and they, they get the answers and yeah. they have them, no matter what, whether it's where I can 
um, you know, should I evacuate? What's the curfew? All those types of questions that people are asking. Sure. That's what they're answering. And then people, simple things like, should I, you know, should I turn my air conditioner off if the power goes out? You know, right. they answer anything that comes in. And like Diane said, from all over the country, all even out of the country, mm -hmm. people are calling to find out about their loved ones. That's pretty amazing. And it kicks in as soon as if uh, our 911 emergency line starts to get a lot of calls related to the hurricane, that's when the CIC kicks in. And uh, it's in that hardened building with us, as, along with a lot of the other operations, which I'm sure we'll talk about. You know, that's one thing I want to say is you drive by City Hall, the, the big building there, and you know there's people inside, but it's like, and that's why we're doing this, is who are these people? Right. So great to have you guys uh, here, Nicole and, and Diane. Talk about your team. Our team are come from all different departments. Um, we have um, someone that speaks Creole. Um, we have someone that speaks Spanish, sure. um, and there's someone else that speaks Portuguese, and we pull in a lot from each other. Um, we have one girl that worked many years for um, utilities, so she knows how to, when there's a water break, who to call, get that going. Um, someone from the fire department. We have 10 people, like Nicole said, that are there during the night, and then we have employees that come in, our second shift people, to relieve the first group so they can get some sleep, maybe they need to go home and check on their homes, and then that group uh, is just interested in working during the day. Sure. That sec first line people go back at it. Um, we've been asleep and found out that a storm was coming our way quite a few years ago, and we were up and ready to go within 25 minutes answering the phones at 3 o'clock in the morning. So uh, when the weather really starts to get bad here, when you've got a storm coming, mm -hmm. Do, do, does the emergency personnel, police, fire, do they help shuttle people, employees, or do you just lock down and say nobody's coming in or out, it's just too dangerous? So what ends up happening is when we see a storm is a certain amount out, and you'll usually hear direction, um, well, you know, the county will start closing schools. Sure. Um, when the county's looking at giving a closing date with Irma, it was on, uh, they were closing the Friday before. The city usually will follow suit with what the direction is because as soon as the kids are going to be home, people have to make other arrangements, right? Right. So we actually pull in that emergency staff. We are working up into that point, making plans, getting prepared. Our activation of the EOC has happened already, and then we're ready to bring those employees in. And in the case of the, the, the CIC, they're on site at the Emergency Operations Center. They brought all their things with them. Um, just like uh, anybody else who is, we had, uh, we had field crews who were ready to collect debris after the storm on site in the EOC, ready to push out from there because we didn't know what was coming at us. A few days prior to Irma, as an example, right. the eye of the storm was predicted directly on Boca Raton. That would have painted an entirely different picture. Absolutely. It totally would have. And that's something that, you know, I like to remind people, we were very, very, very fortunate for the amount of time that maybe you didn't have power, or maybe the, some inconveniences that we had to go through. We were incredibly fortunate. But we are a coastal community. This is not something that we're not going to have to deal with. So, you know, when you hear those warnings that come out, from the radio, from the TV, from the media, pay attention. 
get yourself prepared now. That is the thing that is, that in order for us to do our jobs, we need the residents to do their jobs. Yeah, get prepared. And, and how, how, what's the best way for citizens to get prepared? Now, I, I, you brought show and tell in here. Diane, yeah. are, are we going to see some of yes, uh, what you brought? Yes, because these are things that will help you get prepared, that you can start purchasing now and be totally prepared. One of the things is um, once the power goes down and it's warm, it is hot. It's Florida. And we have a battery-operated fan. Six batteries, you're ready to go. Um, it, it's you it's know, a enough, necessity. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Yes. yes. Another thing that is very helpful, everybody runs to the store and buys all those gallons of water and they're hauling them up maybe a floor or upstairs or up the elevator. They're fighting with people in the store because all of a sudden the shelves are empty. My husband and I don't. We have five-gallon containers. These are oh, that's great They idea. fold up. We fill them up before we go uh -huh. and we have them. And then if for some reason we should lose water, we have 10 gallons of water, and if we don't use it, then it feeds the plants. It's very simple. I've never seen anything like that. That's yep. great. Wonderful. Kmart, Walmart. <laughs> very simple. Wonderful. And, uh, you know, a lot of the things that Diane's talking about as she continues to talk, you know, you almost have to think you're going camping. What would mm -hmm. be the things you would need mm -hmm. if you were going to go camping? And it's a hard thing to think about in today's world because everything is so easy, but everything takes power. Right. Everything takes electric and power. And Diane's pulling out uh, some other goodies here that you need to uh, take yeah. note of. I'm, I don't know about you all, but I hate cold showers. <laughs> I just don't do cold showers. This is a warm shower. You fill it up after the storm has passed, obviously, and you put this black bag in the sun. It heats the water up. Wow. I mean, not a cold shower. <laughs> I, I not, a, not a steaming shower, but a, right. a much warmer than it would be. I hate to sound ignorant, <laughs> but I, I would never knew that even existed. Yep. Seriously. Yep. Wow, look at that. You know, since it is Boca, though, we can call it glamping. Right? <laughs> right. Yes. All right, what else do you have? Gloves. Uh -huh. Very important. Oh, super huge, yeah. Always have several pairs. Yeah. You have broken glass, down limbs, all sorts of things. Get yourself some gloves. Put them away. Don't let your husband or the kids use them for some other project. <laughs> we have a box in our house that is just hurricane. Right. And that's where we keep everything. Mm -hmm. And and I know it's very expensive to start buying all these things, but I also suggest to people each week now, when you go groceries, pick up one or two items exactly. that would help you during a hurricane. Uh, cans of soup, uh, instant coffee, sure. tuna fish, all those things that will be, you know, really helpful during a hurricane. Um, they even have, believe it or not, if you're from New England, bread in a can. You can buy bread, <laughs> cinnamon bread with raisins in a can. You know, there's a breakfast for you. Some helpful items, and uh, she, she, you just loaded that box up. Yeah, it's and, totally Oh, cool. I love this. There we go. Okay, so power is out, you have, and so of course, TV is out. Mm -hmm. You have no idea what's going on. This is a crank radio. Crank it up. Crank it up. up. Car is up. Yeah. And uh, you'll get all the information. And yeah. You even get a flashlight. Oh. So when it's dark, I sure. Think there's no street lights. Mm -hmm. All of this is right here. Can't beat that. Yeah. No. That, that's real important to stay in contact. 
you know, you guys will be doing social media as well during the storm. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, hopefully you have some way of, uh, you know, keeping your, your smartphone or your tablet uh, going in. You know, make sure those are charged yeah. so you can get the most current information. Exactly. And, you know, and I highly suggest that, you know, there are those portable chargers out there now. I have one that I literally will power my computer, mm -hmm. my phone. Yeah, I mean, and you can get a couple charge them up before the storm goes and you're going to have some power you know there's also ways to charge from your car you know we, yeah and there's also crank uh, chargers as yep. well these are mm -hmm. all these are all out there and that is something that you know as technology moves along we get so dependent and we will be looking at social media to figure out what's going on that is the fastest way that people can communicate what they've got going on you can call the Citizen Information Center, and as I say that, you can call that number. Very few people have a landline anymore. Right, exactly. So if you're going to call, it's your cell phone. So make sure you have some way to do that additional charging, those units for your cell phones to make those connections that you need to. Uh, we are talking with Nicole Gasperi and also Diane King with the City of Boca Raton. This is a new series that we're doing uh, just to introduce you to the, the hundreds of people that work for the City of Boca Raton. And we're talking about hurricane preparedness to get you ready, things that you don't think about. You've already talked about, uh, Diane, a couple things that I would have never thought to... Uh, well, these these containers to put water in right. and yourself you don't have to buy water and lug it around just take it from your sink your, your tub and and fill up those items what else do we need to hit i mean we're just about out of time i think on our 15 minute segment you know, but what are some other things that you want to i'm going to let diane talk about the magnet real quick and then i'll go ahead and sum up what the city's been doing great we've been talking about the cic and the important numbers but you're saying to yourself where do i get those numbers we do have magnets at the city of Boca. It has all the important numbers that you need. There's a hurricane table now set up in the center of City Hall. Um, these magnets are sitting there. There's also information about what you should purchase before a hurricane, mm -hmm. um, what you should bring to a shelter, um, all sorts of information. So if you really need one of these, it should be on your refrigerator or someplace that it can be kept and all the important numbers that you would need during a hurricane are right here. Is this and information on the website as well? That's what I was well? just yep. going to say. Okay. If you go to the City of Boca Raton's website and you go to emergency management, everything that's on that magnet, everything we've talked about, um, links to all of the other sites, Palm Beach County, you can, you can go onto our website, click a few buttons, put your address in, and find out if you're in an evacuation zone. This is super, super important. The other thing that is there is the link to Code Red. Now, Code Red is a reverse 911 system that the city of Boca uses. Okay. And if you sign up, we will actually call you. You can uh, request a uh, text, but and it will come to your phone. And we had, in, in Irma, as an example, our mayor actually recorded dialogue telling you all of the information. We can push out information, and we will during that time, but we need you to sign up. You can sign up for an email if you prefer, then a call. It's your choice, but go on to the website, look for Code Red, and please fill that out. That is so very, very important. The other thing that I would say, because I think we're about out of time, but I don't want to um, miss it, is... You know, one of the things when a storm passes is that you need to keep in your mind, we know you want to get out of your house, but we have, we have 
about 500 employees on the roads doing things so that we can clear your roads. And if we have to try to avoid your vehicles, it makes it much more difficult. So, you know, we've, we haven't talked about it, but do all your trimming and everything now to reduce the amount of debris that's out there, but then stay off the roads let our employees get out there and we have contractors that we have contracted with that will come in and start cleaning up and clearing the roads. Why they're doing one side of the road is to allow emergency vehicles to get through. That's because there are people that when a storm was passing had a heart attack, had something happen to them and we need to get to them. So our fire department's on the way to those people and if we can't clear those roads, they can't get through. The other thing is our utility services department is out there. Oh, yeah. They are keeping generators connected to lift stations. This is a must. This allows the waste to go back to the water plant and not end up on the road. They have got to be able to get out there and do their jobs. And the police department is out there um, assessing and protecting our uh, community and that's really our main focus is getting traffic signals working doing all of that so that you can get back to the Boca that you know but we just need your support in doing that great information uh, Diane any uh, final thoughts on the, anything that uh... well um, just be prepared just be, be prepared, prepared. Now. be prepared yeah. now you know start buying whatever you need and and have it ready because and if you don't use it in November then Donate the food to the you know the food banks that right. collecting food during Thanksgiving. Good That's what I do. I just Good advice. keep exactly. it moving. Well, Nicole and Diane, uh, thank you very much. Uh, great to meet both of you. Uh, this is our new series with the City of Boca Raton, and uh, we will uh, have one of these every week. So make sure you you tune in. Boca Chamber Radio, Boca's hometown radio station. Mm -hmm.